Hawks Nation, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Hawks Fan TV podcast. Um, want to apologize again for the slight hiatus that we had um, last week. Alex was actually out of town, even out of the country, and I got pretty caught up with work, so we just couldn't uh, couldn't squeeze one out last week. Um, but again, we'll, we'll we'll be better about that going forward. Um, I'm actually currently in Atlanta, as you can tell. I'm on the road, not in my normal studio. I'm uh, in town for the Meet the Team event, which I went to last night. Um, in the Warriors game this Friday. So I'm, I'm super excited to be here. I'll, I'll talk about the Meet the Team event and all the, all the cool things that happened there a little later on in the episode. Um, first, want to mention, you know, right now I know it's uh, it's it's exciting, but hard to be excited at the same time. Obviously, we, we got a new coach and people are still excited about that. Um, but the results haven't exactly translated on the court the way that we'd want them to right away. Um, you know, the Hawks are five and five since the All-Star break. So obviously 500 and uh, not exactly what we were hoping for them to be. Um, but I actually talked to Coach Joe Prunty last night about that. Um, I'll, I'll get into that a little later in the episode, but he kind of kind of kind of eased my nerves a little bit with, with some of the things he said. I'll, I'll share those comments with you guys as well. Um, but, yeah, guys, you know, as I mentioned, the the attitude or or just the uh, the mentality in Hawks Nation right now, um, I do wish it could be a little more positive, uh, but I understand some people that. We're kind of expecting Quinn to come in and turn things around. That's that's what happened when uh when LP left and Nate Nate took over. But keep in mind, you know, with that being said, Nate did take over. He didn't come in. It was something that you know Nate could kind of just continue what was happening, um, which is something Prunty kind of commented on. Uh, again, I'll get to that a little later. Um, but uh, but yeah, man. So first, I'll I'll talk about the event because I'm still super excited from it. It happened last night. Um, it was one of the cooler things I think I probably have done. Um, you know, we got to walk around the court. Um, go to the practice court, shoot, shoot some shots. Um, I, I only shot one shot. I did make it. I have video proof of that too for any doubters out there. Um, pl- we played this game where it's like each side shoots and it's different shots and a bunch of little kids on my side. So I I gracefully let them shoot in front of me. I only, only got one off, but I did make it. So I'm pretty proud of myself on that. Um, you know, ended up meeting some of the players. The The lines were really long. Um, I think that's a different conversation. Uh, that's something that I, I may, <laughs> may talk to my sales rep about about how you know is there any way we can make those lines a little little quicker a little shorter um so with that being said i did only get did only get it and end up seeing uh bogey sadiq deandre and clint um i saw a few people as i mentioned coach fronty kyle corver um landry fields out on the floor just walking around got some pictures with them and had some quick convos uh but as far as like the stations those were the only ones i i was able to go to Sorry about that. My video has been messing up, guys. Um, so those were the only stations I, I was able to get to go to. But, uh, you know, the the way it worked, I wasn't able to really have like an in-depth conversation with any of them. Um, obviously, all the dudes seemed really cool. I think it was funny. Uh, DeAndre, he always kind of seems a little more timid, shy, for lack of a better term there. And he definitely definitely is that way when, when you talk to him. Uh, you know, Bogey was awesome. Got to call him Brate. He called me Brate back. He called my girlfriend Sestra, which is sister um so just uh it's just cool man it was a cool experience uh you know it's something that if you are a member or thinking about becoming one i'm telling you right now it's almost worth the membership the season tickets alone for for an event like that it was uh it was it was it was pretty darn cool um you know we had people asking bogey if he was gonna stay uh this this off season and you know he just kind of did the whole like shrug like he doesn't really know yet which, I mean, of course, at an event like that, he's not going to give any real information out. But um, just thought it was neat that, you know, you were able to get that kind of uh, 
in up close personal experience with these players. Um, but it, it it was an awesome event. Can't can't thank the Hawks enough for putting that on. Uh, you know, it was something that I'd been looking forward to since it was announced. Um, you know, as I mentioned, you got to go to the practice court. You got to walk through the locker room real quick, uh, which was just too cool. Got to go to the media room, which, you know, um, some 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 Hawks fan TV members have already been there. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to make our stake in that media room. It felt pretty cool to be there, um, you know, but just walking around, having full access to everything. You know, they had complimentary food and drinks. And when I say drinks, I don't just mean sodas for those adults out there. Um, so it was awesome, man. It was, it was a real cool experience. It's something that, um, I'm very, very happy. I was able to make the trip up to make it. And, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, you know, some got, got some of the comments about some of the people I met Kyle Corver, I, I have to say was just the most calm person I've ever met. And, um, you know, with him being so, uh, clutch and calm and collected as a player, it just made sense. You know, he was, so chill, took my picture with me, signed my hat even. Um, super nice guy. Thank <laughs> thank him for coming in and fixing the team. And he said, Oh man, it's 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 a group effort on that one. So a uh, pretty humble guy as well. Ended up talking to uh, Landry Fields right after. Um, you know, it, it weirdly enough, I as as I mentioned, I lived in Jacksonville currently, so I do have a Jaguars phone case at the moment. So we ended up talking about the Jaguars more than we talked about the Hawks, but uh, you know, it was cool to meet him and um each situation there was obviously like a line of people even when it weren't actual designated stations like Kyle Corver and Landry Field so with that being said you know there were times where um I didn't you know want to uh have an extended conversation when people were you know patiently waiting behind me so um but it was it was it was an incredible experience nonetheless again I cannot sell the event enough if it's something you are on the fence about or if you weren't able to make it this year but you're thinking about next year I highly suggest it, man. It was, it was too cool. It was, it was way too cool. But I, I think the highlight of my night, honestly, was the conversation that I ended up having with Coach Prunty. Um, because not only was Prunty one of the nicest guys ever, I'll kind of get in that in just a second. Um, but we we did have an extended conversation. It was a conversation that he welcomed and almost wanted, um, which was just so cool, so down to earth. Um, so you know, I'll kind of tell tell it how it worked. I, you know, see Prunty standing there, he takes a picture of somebody, they walk away, I introduce myself. Um, say hello, tell him, you know, uh, how how thankful I am that he's on the staff. Thank 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 him for that those two games. That that was awesome. He said he'd heard of Hawks Fan TV. I, I mentioned to the rest of the crew. I don't know if he was just being nice, but you know, hey man, if he's telling the truth, that's pretty pretty awesome that a coach on the staff has heard of Hawks Fan TV. Um, but you know, I, I can admit I got uh not necessarily starstruck, but at that point, um I had had a few adult beverages. And I, I just said, I was like, I just smiled. I was like, I don't really know what to say, man. And uh, he just patted me on the shoulder and said, let's just talk ball, man. And uh, I, I tell that because it just in that moment, it just, it was so cool. I felt like these like social barriers almost come down. I didn't feel nervous anymore. So um, Coach Prunty, uh, if you ever hear this, man, thank you for that. That was one of the coolest experiences I've had in some time. And, um, you know, I gave you your flowers as a coach. I'll give you your flowers as a person, man. That was, that was too cool. Um so now, as, as as I'm sure some of you are wondering, what did we really talk about, right? Um, so really, the main thing he talked about, it's the first thing he talked about, like he went into this, he kind of started the conversation with this, was that, you know, we live in a world um, today, and he didn't use the, the, the terms anything like uh, this generation or that. No, he just said, we live in a world, all of us, any age, where 
instant gratification has become something that people are just accustomed to and almost expect. And, you know, for certain things on your cell phone or ordering food off Uber Eats or whatever it is, right? There's There are certain things where you can expect that instant gratification. And, you know, because of that, it'll seep into other areas of your life. I, for one, am definitely guilty of this. There are certain things that I want now. If I order something, even from Amazon, who's the quickest one, I'm like, I want it now, man. So this whole instant gratification thing, it, it knows no discrimination, okay? It, it, it affects all of us. So, um, you know, he, he obviously is getting at this, and I, I understand where he's getting at. He's saying, you know, everybody wanted uh, Quinn Snyder to come in and just fix it instantly, and the Hawks go on a 20-game winning streak and win a championship and all of that, and that's just not how it's going to work or how it will work. Um, you know, and it's just – it's one of those things that I know on Twitter I've said it, other people have said it, and then there's other people that get very annoyed by people saying this, and they're and they're rightfully annoyed. I, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be, but you got to give it time, man. The, these things take time, and, you know – he, he even mentioned something that people have kind of mentioned online that Quinn didn't come in and start implementing things right away. He did. He, he's trying to identify, okay, what, what can I essentially keep a part of this culture, a part of this scheme, a part of this mentality that we have here and what needs to go away. So, um, you know, it's there, there's been some, some growing pains undoubtedly. I, I, I will be the first to say that this has not been exactly what I expected it to be right off the bat. I, I will admit that this has everything to do with 2021 and when Nate took over because we did, I don't remember the exact number. I think it was like 11 to 13 games or something. We did have a crazy winning streak. We turned it around. We obviously ended up going to the conference finals. I don't know if that exact thing is going to happen this year, but you know what ended up happening the season after that? <laughs> we were the eight seed. We were, uh, you know, all over the place. We would lose to the worst teams, beat the best teams. And Bronte even said that last night. He's like, we're, this team is a team that, you know, will continue to beat the best teams in the league and lose to the worst. And it just, it's just something that is very perplexing and a little frustrating. And obviously it's something that they have not even figured out or truly understand at the end of the day. Um, so, you know, you, you do, man, I know it's, I know it's annoying at this point, but you have to give it time. And if you give it time, I promise the potential that's growing into something that we all want, which is a championship winning team, maybe even championships, it can happen. And, and, and it's still possible. It's still a possibility in our future. It's still the realm of possibility. It, it, it can happen for sure. Um, so a, another couple of things Prunty talked about, he did mention as, as a lot of, a, a lot of us feel that this last Monday, the game against Timberwolves was arguably the worst loss of all of the entire season. It, we looked horrible. Um, I, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I actually was at a work dinner. I wasn't able to watch it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I watched the highlights. I, I looked at the box score. I, I read any analysis I could find on it. It was a horrible game through and through. Trey had a great game, but I mean, this, it, it literally reminded me of Trey's rookie season. Trey's got a great stat line. Rest of the team is garbage and we got our butts kicked, right? It's uh, it's not something that this team uh, can even be remotely uh, be remotely acceptable for this team. Sorry, um, but something that he said that that I think is, admittedly, at you know, depending on what's going on, it can be frustrating to hear things like this. But at the end of the day, it's good. And he said that you know, um, because the game was on Monday, their next one is is on Friday. They've 
they've had all week to to practice. Um, and he said that spirits are high. You know, the, the guys are still coming in, having fun, smiles on faces, uh, eager to learn, eager to get better. Um, and that's something that, yes, that is a change that Quinn has brought in, um, whether it's just the, you know, freshness of it that 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 is still holding on or it is legitimately because these guys are much more willing and, you know, able to to do this for for a new staff. I You know, it's I personally love hearing that the team is in high spirits, man. I don't I don't want to hear that they're just, you know, don't get me wrong. I think I would probably love hearing more that they just seemed really angry and really determined. But again, I think second best is easily that they're in high spirits and they're feeling good. And, you know, they're, you know, he, he mentioned that, you know, this team, I think this was honestly something that I wasn't really expecting him to say to me, but he did say, and this is why, you know, I think the spirits are high going into this because I think the, the spirits are high because they know that they've been behind and that the best is still in front of them. So that's why the spirits are high. And with the next thing I'm about to say, Prunty mentioned to me that, you know, the staff and the players alike, they are all aware and just just like us frustrated by the fact that they are behind. They they did not think that after that 2021 playoff run, that two years later, that we would be in this boat. They thought, it, you know, we'd be the Grizzlies, basically, like, you know, fighting for a number one or two seed. Um, you know, obviously the Christie's have got a lot of stuff going on right now, so maybe they're not the best example, but you understand what I mean in just in terms of the actual team success. So it's something that, you know, the team is very aware of that they are behind on this one, um, and they're not satisfied at all. And, and again, I know for a lot of people you're going to hear that, and excuse my French, you're going to be like, yeah, no shit, okay? They they should feel that way. They, they, they should be frustrated. And that is an argument that I won't have with you because I agree. But at the end of the day, man, I'd much rather them at least realize it than think, hey, you know, we're we're fine over here. We're we're doing we're doing great because, you know, it's it's something that just has to improve. So, um, you know, it's this this team not being satisfied. I I personally like it because obviously it means they want more, but it does mean that they understand that they have kind of uh, not hit the bar, if you will, and they have to pick it up. Whether that happens for the rest of March and April this year, or we see it going in the next season, that will yet to be that is yet to be decided. But I can tell you this: it is good that this team is not satisfied. Um, so yeah, again, I know it's frustrating. Excuse me, I know it's frustrating to hear. I I I don't even want to keep saying it, but it is the truth. You know, sometimes the truth can be annoying and hard to hear, but you got to give it time. We, we got to give this time um, and, you know, have have faith in this team. And, and it's something that I do. I do have full faith in this team. Um, so, uh, you know, talking in front of you is great. Last thing he did say, uh, I kind of mentioned it as we were, you know, wrapping up the conversation that, you know, hey, if you could let us know, uh, is Quinn going to plan on keeping you on his staff? He said, obviously, he doesn't know yet, but he did mention that he would gladly accept the position and that, um, you know, he didn't say verbatim pleasantly surprised, but that was definitely the gist of what he was saying, that he has just been pleasantly surprised about how much he and his family all love the city of Atlanta. So, um, you know, say that with a smile because that's what Atlanta does to you, man. You, you move here and you fall in love with it. So, um, so I, it, I would love for Prunty to 
remain on staff, just like I'm sure a lot of you would as well. It's good to hear from the man himself that he would love to stay on staff. Um, I mentioned to some some people at the event last night, and they you know agreed with me on on this take of that. I would think Quinn would want to keep him not only because does it seem like you know Quinn, I mean, excuse me, that Prunty does actually have a you know high basketball IQ and can and can help in that aspect, but it it's very clear that the players have a lot of respect for him and really like him, and you know that way you can keep some level of continuity with them some level of familiarity with, with these players coming into ultimately a new system and a new staff next season. So um, we'd love to see Prunty stay. And, you know, if, if he ends up somewhere next season, can't thank you enough, Prunty. Um, and thank you, obviously, for our personal interaction. That was one of the cooler ones I've had, man. Um, so, yeah. So we'll <laughs> we'll kind of wrap up all the positive stuff with the team event and how fun that was. And with the the second half of the episode, we'll kind of go into that the Hawks are continuing to have, just for lack of a better term here, some struggles. Um, as I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, the Hawks are 5-5 five and five since the All-Star break, which, you know, you can take that with a grain of salt if you want. Um, but for me, I'm just going to uh, call a spade a spade and say that, you know, the Hawks were a 500 basketball team before the All-Star break and before we fired Nate, and that was unacceptable, and we were all pissed off, and they've been a 500 team since then. And, you know, I just said that you have to give it time. So I'm not going to sit here and change my tune and say that I'm pissed off about it. I'm more so just saying that, hey, this is not what I expected. Um, I'm not necessarily satisfied with it. But at the end of the day, um, I I do think it was almost a little naive to think that Quinn was going to come in and just completely change everything. Um, that's just not how it works. So um, with that being said, it's for those of you that are frustrated, for those of you who are a little pissed off right now, I think you have every right to, you know. Um, but you know, it's exactly what Prunty was, was saying. And what I've been saying, you have to give it time. There is no such thing as instant gratification, especially in a professional sport like basketball. And it's just something that is going to take time. Um, you know, it's been said on, on Twitter and in articles, and I'm sure at this point from some of the things Prunty said, and just kind of the mentality I got, it's probably something they've even realized that the 2021, uh, conference finals run at the end of the day was a blessing and a curse, okay? It was a blessing because it was this awesome experience for them. They gained a lot of experience. Uh, the Obviously, for the fans, it was one of the coolest things I think I've ever experienced. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a curse because the expectations for this team went sky high. Um, you know, I remember there was that poll that summer where they pulled all the different GMs and, you know, asked uh, who had the the best young core in the NBA. And the Hawks were number one. Like, it, you know, we we went from, oh, you know, they, they're, they're a good team, I guess, to like, wow, you know, this is a team that any GM would want to take over because of how young and talented they are. So with that being said, you know, I think that it just – it kind of slowed down the um, – the progression that the team was on because it's kind of like you made this leap when you kind of shouldn't have and you plateaued because of it. So, um, you know, so with, the, with all that being said, I'm not okay with the fact that we're 500, but at the end of the day, I don't want another fool's gold conference run. Okay. Conference finals run. You know what I want? I, I, I want a legitimate run where if we do lose in the conference finals or the finals or whatever it is, we pull like, essentially kind of like a Phoenix where do they're back in the finals or conference finals the next year. So um, it's, 
you know, it it's it's tough, man. It, there's a lot of mixed emotions, a lot of mixed feelings right now with the Hawks. And, um, you know, it it is what it is. I still have full faith in this roster. I still have full faith in this staff. I think all of you should, too. Last night, if anything, talking to um, other other Hawks fans, uh, obviously Coach Prunty, little quick conversations with Landry and Kyle Korver. I'm, I'm telling you right now, um, none of them are under the impression that they've made a mistake here or that this isn't going to be something that could ultimately win them a championship. Um, and look, guys, it's one of those, I don't mean this in any insulting manner, but they know better than we do, okay? They're, they're in those positions because they do know better. They do know what they're doing, um, and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, so, so yeah, so it hasn't been the best, but, you know, it is what it is. I think as Hawks fans, we just need to kind of relax a little bit enjoy the rest of the season if we can if we end up getting in, into the dance that's something that Landry Fields even said last night you know it's it's a, it's a tournament that's really what he said he goes hey man it's a tournament you know if if they can get in they know that they can still make some noise like they did in 2021 um but i will say this i don't think as got proven last year that the hawks will be able to make much noise if we get in as the 8 seed so i think at the lowest we got to shoot for the 7 um but you know i'll that is just how the rest of the season will shape out. I'll kind of get in that a little bit, but before I do, want to um, go ahead and pay a couple bills around here. Uh, uh, our guys at Fermented Solutions have always been there for us. We've always been there for them. Um, here's a message from them. Hope you guys enjoy. Includes low voltage communication, networking, electrical, physical security, and life safety equipment. We're industry leaders, providing 24-hour service coverage. So we ask. When is the best time to have one of our certified technicians assist you? All right, guys. Um, always, always love uh, love hearing that from my guys at Firmament. Um, check them out if if it's anything you guys need. Uh, it's they're they're doing great things over there. Um, so to kind of wrap up this week's episode and you know what the rest of the season should look like or what what we would hope it would look like. Um, so for for myself personally, I think the best case scenario is that the Hawks do make the playoffs most likely via the play-in at this point. I, I know the six seed isn't, you know, it's not impossible that, you know, we're not mathematically out of it at this point, but I got to be real. I don't, I don't, I don't think we will make the six seed at this point. So it'll most likely be via the play-in. Like I said, if we can get the seven seed, I, I think, you know, um, there's a way higher chance that we could actually make some noise. I guess it depends on who the second seed is, but Hey, that's, going to play out and we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, but to continue the, the best case scenario, we make the playoffs most likely be the play in, and then we win at least one round. Um, and maybe not at least one round, but at least more than one game. Cause winning the one game last year, sure. It was fun. I was there. Trey hitting that shot was incredible. I think that's arguably the loudest I've ever heard state farm arena, but ultimately winning the one game, it was a little bit of a, a tease, if you will. So, um, I think we it would be great if we could win win at least one round. Saying that because if we lose in the second round, the conference semifinals, you know, obviously that's you know at that point it it would suck. I'm not gonna you know downplay that at all. But I do think winning that first series would at least give the team some confidence, let them know not only with the players with the coaches as well. Like okay, you know we we can win a playoff series with this team. Um, maybe it's one of those scenarios where losing the second round, you know, they're able to identify what they don't need to do in the playoffs, which what, what maybe works for them in the regular season, but doesn't work for them in the playoffs. So, um, you know, I think that's the best case scenario, making the playoffs and it having being 
this kind of confidence gaining experience, um, you know, something like uh, what felt like 2021 where, you know, it was a bonding experience for lack of a better term for the team. Um, so, you know, just, just something that could gain them confidence, not only with the players, but the staff as well. And, you know, just, you know, <laughs> get, get, get that confidence up for the 2023, 2024 season. Um, with all this being said, obviously the best case scenario is that they win a championship. Um, and as Alex always likes to mention when, when I say, you know, we may not, he's like, Oh, we could, we could. And that is true. We could, uh, I just like to try and be a little more rational at times. Cause, um, I've learned in my years, if I convince myself they're going to win a championship and they don't, it, it hurts a little bit more when I, uh, just accept reality and, uh, kind of, you know, go along with that. Um, so best case scenario, obviously they win a championship, but in all reality, best case scenario is probably more so that we do get in the playoffs. We win the one series. We gain a little bit of confidence. Maybe we take the you know the the conference semifinal series against whoever to six, maybe seven games, and with that, gain even more confidence for the next season. Um, but you know, I, I do think a championship this season is probably not going to happen. Um, anyways, so obviously, with best case scenario that being the situation, you know, got to mention what would be worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, and obviously, I, I I'm you know knocking all knocking on all the wood in the world, hoping that I'm not speaking this into existence. Um, but it would definitely be that the Hawks play, uh, continue to play 500 basketball or maybe even sub 500 basketball. Uh, you know, whether that's the sub 500 and makes it where they don't even make the playoffs where they keep playing 500, they get into the play in um, and, you know, either lose in the play in, uh, which I, I don't think that'll happen. I think because I, I think he proved it last year, Trey young, you know, in a one game series, a, a, a you know, loser go home, winner take all, whatever, dude's gonna go off and, and just take over the game. So um doubt we would lose in the play-in, but losing in the play-in, but I think it would almost even be even worse to win in the play-in and then have a repeat of last year where we win maybe one game in the first round. I don't I don't think that really does much in a confidence gaining aspect for the team. I think if anything, it probably hurts the team's confidence at that point. Um, you know. Uh, but with all of that, if that ends up happening, this is the the second part of what I'm about to say is something I I don't want to happen, but it would. It's just how it goes. We we we've seen it happen this season. We've seen it happen in previous seasons, and we would be naive to think that the national media and especially the local media wouldn't do this. And that was and that's that the drama train would start. It would just be so much drama and so much just crap revolving around the Hawks and how. Uh, you know, Trey Young can't play with these players and he's a coach killer and DeJounte should have stayed in San Antonio and well, all this. It's just going to be awful. So it's the worst case scenario isn't even just like the Hawks lose. It's all of the crap that comes with it that, you know, not only as a fan, but someone who, you know, covers Hawks at this point, I feel like I have to defend because these are these are our guys. You know, I'm not going to I'll sit there and criticize them when they deserve criticism, but I'm I'm damn for sure not just gonna you know talk smack on them for for no reason. Um, you know I, I I know the the game of basketball at their level is very hard. It's very hard to win. Um, that's why you know the same. It seems like the same five teams or I guess same five players really uh, always win because it's it's there's a formula and they figured it out and it's not something they're you know willing to give up. Um, but. You know, with all that being said, I don't see the worst case scenario happening. Um, I tr like if I could put money on it, I, I I would. I don't I don't see that happening at all. But I I do feel like it's worth mentioning that hey, you know, this is 
just as much as it's a possibility that we could end up winning a championship, it's just as much a possibility that we end up playing sub 500 basketball for the rest of the season, maybe maybe not even make the playoffs. So um, hopefully I'm not speaking in existence. Please don't come for me if that happens. Um, I'm just trying to be a little realistic about, you know, our our approach, our, our mentality, if you will, for the rest of the season as fans. Um, so, yeah, so I will I will wrap up all of that with saying something that I feel like I've said a million times at this point, but I'm going to say it a million and one times. we got to keep the faith alive, guys. we got to give it some time. And, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, we're not going to get this instantly. But when it comes, it's going to be so much more satisfying. I can guarantee it. Um, so if you're looking for instant gratification when it comes to the Atlanta Hawks, I think you should probably stop watching games, uh, cancel your subscription to Bally Sports, and just pick up a controller and play some 2K because the instant gratification with the Atlanta Hawks, as you probably are starting to realize for some of these younger fans, it ain't there. But the satisfaction that can and will come when it happens, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be one of the better feelings you ever have. So keep the faith alive, guys. Keep the faith alive. Um, so yeah, as I mentioned, I'll wrap it up on that. Uh, before before I go, obviously I want to thank you guys for following and listening to the podcast. The account, the spaces, the articles, um, you know, we're, we're trying to bring you guys as much content as we can. We're, we've got some other ideas in, in the books that that hopefully we can get out soon and you guys will enjoy. Um, we got our merch coming soon. As you can see, I'm rocking the Hawks Fan TV red hoodie. Got the skyline of Atlanta on the back. Um, uh, as you saw, Alex has the one in white. I got the one in red. Um, we are thinking about doing other colors as well. Obviously, would love some feedback from you guys on that one. Um, but yeah, guys, check us out on all platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Be sure to leave comments, uh, reviews, anything, even if they're negative, man. You know, we uh, we we want to get better and we want to grow, too. So um, let us know what, how we're doing, what you think. Um, and as always, thank you guys so much for the support and go Hawks, baby.